welcome to Aftermath Soiree. With Worm and JP, welcome, welcome to, to our, our new podcast. podcast. Thank you guys for coming back to another episode of uh, Aftermath Soiree. My good, my good buddy Worm and nice. myself are ready for the next episode. Nice to see you guys again, and um, hopefully you love this one. We're going to start it off with... For me, I like my buddy said uh, semantics but for me it was more of the foundation of having before you get into a relationship so I, I think the the component for me would be and this is what the semantics was is a vision of who you want to be down the road what kind of relationship you want to have what type of wife you know family so having that foundation of what you want to know, I think, would help you out, you know, with the aftermath, um, or even if you're first starting off as a, a young kid, you know, with the puppy love. I, I agree. Um, you know, when I started off my my marriage, um, it was puppy love, and it, it, there was no vision. There was no foundation of what we wanted. We knew we wanted to get married, and it just went from there. Uh, but once you're in the marriage... Um, if you have no foundation of what you want that marriage to look like, it's sort of hard. So I believe after the marriage for me, um, I knew what I did and I didn't want um, finding somebody else after, which has been hard. Uh, it's yeah. not easy. So so for you, though, kind of like tell us a little bit more about that puppy love. What, what does it actually mean? We hear it, but for you, how, how was that? For me, it was about, you know, initially it was looks and how we got along, um, what we did together. So we, I believed we had uh, a connection of, of being with one another, uh, it, liking each other. And I think the key stuff is that you're young, right? That's Correct. the whole thing about the puppy. Oh, yeah. And so the reason... That, that, that age matters is because of experience. So something um, that we've seen in the last podcast was our friend of, um, Avocado was, uh, he, he experienced life a lot more. So his vision was a lot clearer towards the end of what he wanted. And in that process, he did identify what he didn't want. Yeah, and he also identified what? He wanted to do and who he wanted to be like you said earlier the vision of what he wants to look like what as a man going into a marriage so what I'm saying is that it, it's not about age right now but age has something to do with your experience and with the experience is really you start to define your vision who do you want to be what kind of wife you want in a life do you want kids um, do you see yourself in the house? Do you see yourself traveling a lot? Like you have to start kind of defining what what really makes uh, the family that you want. Exactly. It, it really is difficult to start uh, nitpicking, but it's sort of needed. Only because if you have a foundation, you already know what you want and don't want. So when you start going into a dating relationship or just dating period um, like I mentioned after the divorce you know 
the, the dust starts settling down and you start trying to figure out, okay, what's next? Let's, let's start dating. And you have so many options of dating. You have applications. You have um, bars that you could go to and pick up on women. I mean, there, there's just so many things that you could do to find a person for yourself. But once you do, what do you do? Well, we have more, I guess, more technology helping us filter and go through more people. But I think the process is the same. You're trying to find out what you want. It, it's not, some people it's all about looks. Some people it's not, because that's the initial start, right? The, the, do you find some attractiveness that you can then try to build something on? Yeah, and yeah. that's true. You start, I think the initial thing is the looks. You, you always mm. go for the looks. Are they good looking? I mean, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're going to look at us and be like, well, yeah, I don't know about the looks. But so, some there has to be some kind of connectivity yeah, initial some visual stimulation yeah. that happens and so i think the alcohol helps too. <laughs> well that's if you're at a bar and yes I, I, alcohol does uh diminish your vision uh, a little bit it impairs it i, I mean i think it's yeah. for both not just for men and women I true think just, yeah, yeah women you know but you know what at the same token it it also gives a woman and i'm not trying to bash any women here but it also brings the woman back to earth of, okay, yeah, this is a person that I could talk to, not just based off of the looks, but maybe the conversation has led to something more connectivity. Yes, and and some things that I've seen with uh, the dating apps um, and, and this whole online stuff. Swipe right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep swiping right. No. no. Um, the thing is, there's filters. There's... You know, these shots where they look skinnier, they, you know, and all this. And so, you know, there are shots with photos that they're younger, you know. So you get this wide range of, of you know, who's going to show up the day you go, you know, meet them if, if that ends up happening, right? So you don't know which one is which at the end of the day, right? Until you go meet them. So and, pretty yeah. much you end up getting duped sometimes because what they posted on social media or whatever website you're on is not the person that you're really meeting. Yes. And I've had a couple of them. Um, and, and, and they have like the audacity to say, do I look like my pictures? And I'd say, <coughs> excuse me, you do on, on one of them with that slight angle from, you know, 45 <laughs> up in the air. But the rest were like way younger. You know, you're a lot skinnier. You're this. And, you know, I don't, you know, I, I do want to grow that's a little bit more fit because I think we all get a little bit more pounds as we get older, and that's fine, right? But, yeah. But you're already starting with deception because if they're already posting pictures like when they were kids compared to what they look like now, it's already deception on on their behalf. And, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to bash women. I'm just saying it's a deception, and yeah. that's already starting off on the wrong foot. I, you mentioned you do the online thing. You know, yeah. it's I've never done that before. Uh, all the women that I've met were either at gatherings uh, or at a bar or out while well, I'm out and about. Um, and, and it's been interesting. I've met a lot of interesting women or through people that I know, um, friends of a friend. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's al always been interesting to see how that works out. Um, luckily, I've never used the 
the online oh, dating. Muy chingon. I, I didn't have to use it. Uh, well, no, yeah, it's yeah. not that I didn't have to use it. Yeah. I think I would have used it more often, but I, it came back to the foundation of what do I want? And mm-hmm. again, some of, some of the stuff that we do put online is very deceptive because whether it's visual or the, the baggage that we bring along uh, is deceptive. Like, oh, yeah, I'm currently divorced with children but you leave out the children part um, and maybe the person you want or sees your profile doesn't have any children and doesn't want any children. And here you are with the dilemma. Again, the the deception. Yes, it, it's there. But it's um, your method is, is the old school that I like too is you meet them somewhere in person because you get rid of all those filters and you know, you, you get to ask the questions on hand that didn't know if, if you're compatible. And I think there's something to that that I like versus the whole online thing because you're just swiping right, then you get to text, and then texting takes a while. So there's a process just to get to the point where you started off at the beginning, right? Yeah, no, it's true. And so then that's a lot of work. But um, I, I, I think we got to just go back and focus on – just have a vision of what type of women you want. And and it doesn't have to be perfection or anything. It's more just, uh, it's better to have something to shoot for than, than going without nothing, with no plan, with no, no vision of what you want. Because eventually what I think happens is we might find a girl that, you know, she is hot. And because we don't want to lose her, we start without thinking about it, changing our, our foundation, you know, yeah. who you are. Exactly. You know, the sex might be awesome, right? Where oh, wow. you, you're, you're basically compromising things you didn't even know you were compromising, right? <laughs> that is so true. And so then that's why, you know, having some vision of what you want or a foundation, like you said, I think it's a good starting point for anybody, and especially when you're divorced. And, and I think you said it correctly. Have a vision with a foundation. I think that's what it should be. A vision yeah. with a foundation. Because once you have a vision of what you're going for. And and ultimately we all know. It's more than likely going to start off with looks. Yes. And that's the vision portion. Yeah. But then you go to the foundation portion. And what do you want and what don't you want. As a young man. I mean you just, you're just you looking at the vision. And forget all about the foundation. Yeah. As you get older. More mature. And or go through experiences like we went through. Of going through a divorce, it changes you up and not wanting to go through those hard times. And I think that's where the foundation comes in. Uh, at least that's where it came in for me. It, yeah, and a good example of that is is pretty much where I've always wanted kids. But if earlier on, if I was in my 20s, I wasn't looking to have kids that early. I still wanted to go to school, do some things you know, travel, whatever it was, it wasn't right away, right? So that goes to the point that I want to make is that your your vision and your foundation could change and adapt as uh, time goes on. And that's understandable. You're, you're always going to change your vision. You're always going to change your foundation. You're going to compromise. And there, we're not saying not to. I think as we got older, and we started noticing what we wanted. I mean, initially when I became divorced, I was it was hard for me to try to find somebody else because um, I, I didn't know what I was looking for.
for. I didn't know what I want. I didn't know who I was. But once I found out who I was and what I wanted, my foundation, I sort of stayed true to that because um, I, I did date and I did find women that wanted children. Uh, they were mm-hmm. much younger than me. They looked hot, but yeah, yeah, I remember. It, it was um, it, it was hard to say no. I, I don't want any more children. Now I'm done with children at this point. If, if, if at my age, I'm done with children. I really don't want any more. And I don't think that was one of the things that I wanted to change. So it, initially, although I thought about it, I was like, man, she, she's smoking. And yeah, I, I would probably you know change my mind. But was, I had to remain true to myself and and say no. And I think. Um, and tell us the truth. Did, did you think about lying to her, like kind of stringing her along for a little bit? You, I, you know what? I, I did. Yeah. I really did. But it would have been fucked up on my behalf because, I mean, at that point, taking away time and effort from her invested into me and me invested into her, um, I, I think I would have. They, they, they're they just saying what starts bad ends bad. Yeah. So i rather not start it bad so that it doesn't. And, and, and th- this is why having a vision is important because he could have easily strung her along. Yeah. But, you know, his foundation it ha- has matured in the sense where he, he doesn't want to be wasting anybody's time, much as hers to, to, to yours, right? Yeah, correct. But if you don't have that vision of who you are, um, you, you, you might have stuck it around a little longer for that nice little ass, you know? Oh, I mean, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would have stuck a lot longer, but... Yeah, you would have stuck at, it a couple at, of times. <laughs> yes. At the end, it would have just ended bad. Um, mm-hmm. Imagine I would have had another kid. And what do I do with that now? Like, the financial yeah. responsibility, having to deal with that whole process over again, and, and if we didn't work out, having to deal with the breakup. Like doing that to another child, that that sucks. I mean, oh, yeah, going that. through a divorce, I'm pretty sure for children that are out there who have been through a divorce with their parents, uh, it's not easy. And yeah. I don't, I wouldn't want that to go. I wouldn't want that to happen again. It, and then he he had another point as the kids, right? Um, I elected to uh, get SNP right after having my second uh, boy, and so. At that point, that was the vision I had, was I'm good with two boys, and, you know, I, I can see myself very happy just attending to them, too, and, yeah. and the wife, right, at the yeah. time. Sure. So then, now, once you're divorced, they're a big part of my life, as much as your kids are part of oh, your yeah. life. So when anyone new comes in, that that is a, 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 a one of the key points, is, is I have kids... And you have to respect the way I treat them or how much time I play with them. And hopefully they respect that. And that's another key thing, too. I mean, going into a new relationship, does this person really want to share or be a companion to your children? Uh, And that plays a big role because if your children mean everything to you and your new person is not being very respectful, what happens then? Selfish. Yeah. Selfish, yeah, because, yeah. again, your foundation is my children are part of me no matter what, and either you're going to accept me with them or you're not. But there it are there are men and women that do change that foundation for their spouse or for their significant other, which I'm not going to – I'm not here to judge anybody. But in my opinion, 
sometimes that might be wrong because now you're leaving your children that had nothing to do with this out in the cold for a new person. Yes. And and we, we got to remember how to balance that because your first kids are important. And, and that's kind of going back to the vision and the foundation is there's you have to identify the things you will not compromise. Yeah, and that's the foundation okay. portion. So so when you're trying to figure all this out, if you don't know what you want, figure out what you don't want. You don't want to compromise your kids. Yeah. Right? You you you, you might want somebody that, that um doesn't give you that much headaches now. Yeah. You know, someone that, that, that has a job maybe and somewhat well put together because emotionally they don't go crazy all the time. So start defining that because that helps. But if you don't if you don't have a starting point, start off on the stuff that you know you won't budge. Exactly. In my list, started off with the kids. Well, I mean, let's just say they're not married. A young man that's not married, how do they start off their foundation? It's what do they want? Do they want kids? Do they not want kids? Because if their purpose is not to have kids and they go into a marriage and the and their spouse. Uh, is made it very clear that they want kids. What happens then? Um, yeah. in, in after you're married or after you get divorced, if there is no kids, well, then what don't you want from a spouse? And you you were talking about um, the, the wanting a, a spouse that works. Well, right. maybe some men want a spouse that doesn't work and they want to take care of them, and that's fine. Oh, we're, we're, again, we're not here to tell you what you need or don't need we're just here to advise you of foundations and that's where we're coming from after our marriage after our divorce after what we went through after the aftermath exactly the soiree the soiree um and so to give you a little insight my ex did not want kids when we were dating okay so so i had that dilemma at the beginning and so I, I I agreed to it because I, I I adjust my foundation in regards to saying not that I don't need kids, I don't need to have them from me. I was thinking I could be a big brother and be a better uncle, right? Now, is that the same as having your own kids? No, trust me, it's not even close, right? But that's something I was willing to compromise because at that moment that's what i knew what i know now i probably wouldn't think the same back then cuz having kids i mean to me it was one of the greatest things i think has happened to me and that's great and, yeah. and you're seeing that now as your, your your foundation that's what you wanted and i think you made it very clear you wanted that from the get um but then the compromises came in and you were like okay i i don't if she's okay with not having kids i'm okay with that but obviously, in some point or another in that relationship, in that in that marriage, things change for both of you because you you have two. Yes. So, I believe in, and I'm going to speak for her right now, is that she felt enough where we were both going to put a, a good effort in having these kids and maintaining them in the future, right? Yeah. So I think she kind of allowed the situation and, and said, "Fuck it, if I'm going to do it, this is the time," right? Yeah. But the thing I just noticed is if I didn't have my, I didn't have a vision then. I didn't yeah. have, you know, my foundation. If I wouldn't have those kids, 
and now I'm divorced, I think I would have that would have been one of my regrets in life. Not having kids. Not having kids. And so see this is kind of what we're trying to tell you is if you have something you go, you know what? This is not negotiable. And if I would have stuck to my guns then, I might have not gotten married and found someone that was more compatible. Yes. It would have gave me more time to find that person, right? But see, that's why it's so important to have some kind of vision foundation because I did compromise. And I was lucky enough that I I dodged the bullet because I did have kids. But right now, thinking about it, if I didn't have those two kids, I I would be one of my, my greatest regrets. And and I'm glad you, you notice it now. And that's why we're here, the aftermath soiree. The the aftermath of what happens. Now we're thinking about it. Now <laughs> come looking forward when you see somebody else or you're you're trying to com- be compatible with somebody else, yeah. that's gonna be part of your foundation, your kids. And the funny part, it just hit me right now. <laughs> that's the funny part. You it know, took you this long. <laughs> if all these conversations we have had in the past, right? And and so I, that, that's why I think just having this vision, no matter at what point in time of your life, is key. Yeah, it, it's important to have that, that foundation, the vision, because it's just going to set you straight. I mean, it, it's going to help you so much with what you want and, and how to accomplish it. And I think a lot of kids and children do that when they start getting out of high school and going into college. You know, they have a vision of more or less where they want to be. Sometimes they sort of aim right, aim left, and then go straight. Yeah. But nevertheless, they had somewhat of a vision. You know, growing up, I did really didn't have much of a vision. I just well, and, and that's just straight. And I think most of us don't have early on. And it's because we don't really think about it. We don't. So then we subconsciously get it from our parents, from our friends, how we talk to each other. And we're yep. thinking, oh, you know, let's just go have fun, <laughs> get the hottest girls. Yeah. And, 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 and we start putting these numbers up thinking we're the shit. But we're not really getting anything out of it. No. Like a- anything concrete. Well, I mean, maybe sometimes sexual, but no. Well, it does get hard, and <laughs> trust me, it, you, you know, relieving yourself helps a lot, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I don't think it helps you think straight, but it's it's a good relaxer. It's a good relaxer. Yes. Have, yes. So I think that's very important that, that we got to start visualizing what we want. Um so our, our good friend Avocado um, went through a series, and he's a good example of, of how life, like, he, it took him a while. He, he dated, he did stuff, and um, I wish we had him here right now. No, no, we don't want to put him up. Just, yeah. uh, he but had my, a vision. <laughs> but, but my point is, his vision took a while, but what he did know is that he wasn't going to settle, that he wasn't going to let time and people say oh you're not married yet you don't have a family like that becomes a pressure yeah you, you know and so 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 now you're getting older you're getting gray hairs you know you're, you're like hey w- w- what's happening on with your life like you know having a family is, is 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 a beautiful thing but he never compromised he didn't know exactly i'm assuming he didn't know exactly what he wanted at that but he knew what he didn't want yeah you know he didn't want to compromise certain things certain ways beliefs and I think he still had a little um, gasolina in his tank oh, that yeah. he had to, you know, unload. Oh yeah. And so uh, I think he he was smart enough to realize all that. And that's good because, like you mentioned, I think as we get older, there is a little bit more maturity. But at the same time, 
you, you start figuring out what you want and don't want, mm-hmm. especially in a relationship and a marriage. Um, as a parent, you know, the things that you want and don't want, uh, things that you've seen and haven't seen. So ultimately, you once you have a foundation, mm-hmm. I think it's important to stay true, as true as you can to it, because like in my situation, I, mm-hmm. this hot girl that I was dating, you know, I, I could, like you said, I could have strung her along, but... Yeah. If I wouldn't have stayed true to the foundation that I, I had already built, then what would have happened? I think I would have gone down that rabbit hole of disaster again, which is what I wanted to avoid this whole time. So I think now looking at it in hindsight, if I would have had a better vision, a better perspective, a better foundation of what I wanted for my yeah. marriage, I think it would have worked out a little bit better. That it, And why didn't it happen? Because no one told you, right? Yeah, there, there's no, there's no guidance. I mean, as, I mean, at least for men. Yeah, and I'm talking about men only. Not, not talking about women because women get advice from whoever they want to. But for men, we really don't look at each other and give each other advice, solid advice. Yes. Um, that would help us. We just look at each other and say, well, why aren't you pulling these numbers? Why aren't you getting these girls? And that's what we're looking at. Yeah. When we should be telling our younger men, hey. You have to understand what a relationship entitles, and that means there's work to be put in. Uh, there's things that you have to do. There's compromises that you have to make. Are you willing to do that? Yes, that that is very true. So there is now, due to podcasts and all that, there's there's a lot of good content out there for people that that would help men, right? Yeah. And so the more I believe, the more you get different contents, different um, perspectives, or even examples tend to help. So it's not like we're saying we're the place where <clears throat> you're, you're going to get all this information. There's going to be hundreds of places you'll get information. It's good to get a variety of it is what I'm trying to get to because that different perspective can, can resonate with you a little bit better. Exactly. And, and just, to, just to make sure that we do have a disclaimer, we don't fact check anything. Oh, this no. <laughs> is just shit that we've been through that we we ourselves had to experience to understand and know what we wanted and what we didn't want. It. Yes. So don't quote us on some of the shit we're talking. We're, it's just, again, our perspective that yes. we've been through uh, that would have helped us out before and is helping us now. Yeah, and I just realized it's actually uh, helping me actually think through some things that I did not know, right? Um, so... That, that vision is, is a key component. We have to make sure, you know, maybe write it down what you want and don't want, right? And keep revisiting it in every so often and, and, and then kind of checking it. Is that truly where you want to be or, or where you want to go? So that would help you to, to maintain when you're going through your dating portion of it, right? If you're going to use apps, if you're going to go to the bar or wherever, you're going to meet a girl. Hopefully you meet them at, you know, without at church <laughs> or at family or somewhere because, yeah, you, you can get kind of ratchet with the ones in the bar. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I think the, the women in the bar sometimes, and, and again, no disrespect for women because you guys are allowed to go out and have fun and do your thing. Um, but I think some, some women in bars let loose a little bit more. And, and men, I love it. Oh. Men too? Oh, trust me, I, I love to drink, oh, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I don't mind them, but 
is that what you want, you know, I think 10 years is, down the road? You know is what that I mean? what you want to take home to mom? Yes. Um, and then, like you mentioned, you want to get a good girl, you try to go to church, but then you have to have the foundation. Are you really religious or are you there just to pick up? Yeah, that that is true. But um, if you do add a little religion in your life, it might not hurt, right? Well, I mean, If you're willing to, to go that route, right? To me, that's one of the things that helped me out the most. Uh, at the end of my, my divorce uh, or the through the process of my divorce, you know, I, be, I, I really did look into Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, and I became, that's, I think, one of my foundations now, uh, to have God in my life more, oh, yeah, than, yeah. No, more I, than what I used to. No, I've seen it where you, it, it has helped you in your journey of figuring out stuff. And to me, it felt like you're battling your demons. I right? think we all do at one point or another. We, and we got to identify our demons. They're oh, there. Oh, They're yeah. there. It's just, are we identifying them and, and, and working them through. I think you're right in the sense of, are we identifying them and are we doing anything about them? Yeah. Because if we just identify our demons and, and just let them be like, oh, they'll go away. No, no, they'll, they'll sit there and, yeah. and, and they'll come up in an in opportune time, especially when you're dating. But, and that's, that's why this is, it, it kind of felt like we were going off track, but no, this, this is part of your vision because, you don't realize we tend to sabotage our own relationships. Yeah, we do. And and it, and I believe it comes down from those demons. Exactly. Those fears that we have. And um, a, a good example is um, if you got cheated on or you're the one cheating, your new relationship, if the girl doesn't seem fully engaged in your eyes, yeah. you might start thinking, what yeah. the hell is going on? Are is they she cheating? unfaithful? They're yeah. Because we know all the little tricks, right? Exactly. We've, we've been down that road. Yeah, exactly. And so that 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 starts to creep in. And on the other hand, a demon could easily be where you've been hurt and you can't open up. You put a wall, a wall, a, a filter between you and the person. Yeah. And then they become more. Well, are you invested in this? Do you yes. want anything to do with this? Now you're putting doubts in their exactly. head. Exactly. And and then they start thinking, well, is he really a hundred percent? Is he cheating? Is he doing this? And is that her demon or your demon? It's yours because you're the one putting up the wall. You created the first yeah. obstacle. Yeah. And so that's why it's important that to, to, to kind of start thinking like we all have them. We just first go. We have them. Where are they? What is it? Identify them. Identify I, I, what they are. Because we're not all immune to it, and I think that's something that we don't talk about, right? We like definitely a, don't. As as men, we don't talk about, and I think this is the first time you and I have actually yeah. talked about that, sabotaging a relationship based off of our demons and, and the demons being what did we go through in our previous relationships that are making us doubt a new relationship or are making us stop a new relationship because mm-hmm. of the fear. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned being cheated on or cheating. Yeah. You, I was the one cheating and i created doubt on some of the people that i started dating because it was like are they doing it to me oh yeah yeah it and in my situation um i don't have any evidence of her cheating but that still creeps up you know logically it doesn't make sense so it, it makes you think 
It yeah. does. And and so that 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 that's a demon in itself because that's that that's more my my limitations, you yeah. know, my my you're, confidence. You're already creating still gets doubt. Rattled. Yes. You're you're already creating doubt when there is no doubt there. And and I think that's the important part of it where like you mentioned, recognizing what's what are your points that are hurting you? Meaning the demons that are creeping in your life that you know are going to sabotage a relationship um, even though you know you and that person are probably compatible, yeah. are probably uh-huh. good for each other, but you're sabotaging it based off of previous relationships. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the foundation. What are your foundations? What made you think that way and what? why are you doing that to yourself? Right. And, and so the the thing I kind of took out of that whole piece of, of me putting up a wall after my uh, my marriage uh, broke up is really some deep issues I had from uh, my father, right? Ooh. So, so damn, you were going deep. Yeah, I. So this is it's taking a while to realize, but you know, I never met my father, right? So. I think that that type of abandonment, since I was little without thinking about it, I created a wall to protect my feelings, right? But here's the point. Do we need to go back all the way deep and, and, and do some Freud shit and, and, or Dr. <laughs> Phil and name the shit? No. I mean, we know there's a wall, all right? It's there, right? Because we put it up. Yeah. And so then it's just we have to then let it go. Now, some people might need to go in the past and, and and get to it. I'm just saying is now that we know the wall in your next relationship, try to break down that wall. Exactly, and, and have the vision of what you want. And I think you were you were talking about how your past creeped up on you, especially the relationship with your father and how that affects you. And I think once you start bringing in other factors into the relationship, whether it's family matters or, or previous relationships or just anything. Oh, yeah. That's going to sabotage the, the new relationship. It, it's just going to make it more difficult. And and not having that foundation of what you want, don't want, uh, and understanding your demons, it, it's just going to make it that much more harder. And, and I want to hit on the vision portion of it because we are visual people. We, oh, as, yeah. Especially men. We're very visual. Um, but are those good-looking women good for us? Oh, no, there's some dangerous ones. And, 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 and we've heard a lot of songs, you know, we fall in love with the stripper, you know, that, that's a little out there, but it, it's true. There, there are just some girls that, that, that hit this high note in, 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 in looks, you know, oh, the, yeah. the way they move their body, just the curves are just right in the right places. Yeah. They, they don't have to be exaggerated, right? No, no. But that's kind of the whole thing when they start having the whole package and then the sex is good, you know? Yeah. So then all that starts to fuck with you. To know is this the right one exactly and that's yeah. when the foundation comes in yes it, it is she good to take home to mom is she good to, to have a family or or how well will she take care of my family right is she at that point yeah because as we get older this is the thing is some girls are probably like over a, a bunch of family things and this and they just want to have fun. fun yeah and so then you're encountering with that issue, right? 
And so if you have kids and their kids are older and yeah. pretty much adults and you're young, you still have to think about your family. You can't just like nearly Billy go, let's go party all the time. Well, I mean, here he, that's where the compromise comes in. Yeah. Because if you if you're willing to if you both are getting along and you are willing to compromise that perspective of going out, mm-hmm. then is it worth it? And I think that's what it comes down to it. Once you start making decisions in regards to your foundation and changing them up, is it worth you making a change in your foundation for a person and why? In, in having that, that, that foundation vision, as you look at it, you have to then reflect and really answer those questions and, and think about them. Yeah. And, and, and going back to what I, I started off earlier, that if, if I really sat down by myself in a room and, and really said, do I want kids? Then I think I wouldn't have, have compromised that. But but because I looked at her and she's oh she's pretty hot. I like the smile. You know, smile did it for the, you. Didn't the it? sex is good. Like I think that's where I I, I kind of screwed up. You know, I, I wasn't really thinking with, with the, the right one. head. Exactly. I wasn't gonna just say that. Right. With the top one. Yes. And and so and this is kind of going back because I was in my twenties. So it's not technically puppy love, but it's still kind of, you're still you're young. You're still in love. So, you're still yeah. young. You, you haven't experienced enough. So uh, another token to uh, young people, I believe, or almost anybody, if you're going to do something, if you're going to be in a relationship, be mad enough to do it right is what I've, I think I've learned over the years. I think that's hard for it, some people to it, do. It's hard, but I don't think if, it's better to go in with that type of vision because you might not hit the mark, but you're going to get closer than just coming at it half-ass. And that's true, because once you have a vision, you have a foundation, and you find somebody that hits all those things. And they don't have to hit every every exact thing. But once you find somebody compatible that, that is good with your foundation, is good with your vision, um, what do you do then? How, how do you keep that relationship going? Uh, which would be another topic for another episode, but... I think for this episode, just knowing that you have a vision, you have a foundation, will help you, and I don't want to say it in these harsh words, but weed out who you don't need or who you shouldn't be with. Because although the vision of them looking good and, and having awesome body and, and great smile and, and or sex, the foundation might not be there. And are you willing to compromise that for your vision of, of this should yes. look good? Yes, and, and trust me, I believe that sex is important. You do have to be compatible sexually, right? Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, that, that's one thing I've noticed that, that that tends to die down when you get married for some reason, right? Well, I think and, it, it goes on both partners when it dies down because both partners have to put in the effort of keeping it frisky mm-hmm. and not just doing the same old thing over and over. But um, and it's true. But I think most girls' mentality is this is a, a hard chore to do, right? And it's kind of like someone put it, and I, I forgot who who said this because it, it didn't come from me. It's um, it's like working out, right? Yeah, you, that's hard. You you gotta you gotta put in the work, right? Yeah. For 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 many reasons, for health, for being mobile, for when it is time to do sex, so you can last a little longer, right? Oh, yeah. Like you can fit in that clothes, so. 
it makes a lot of sense that you have to put in the work, but we all know, oh shit, it, it's hard sometimes, right? It is because you got kids, you got life. You, before you know it, you're tired. You don't want to put in the work, but see, in order to to maintain your body, you got to put in the work. Well, I think so, in order to maintain that sexual activity between you and your spouse, or you and your girlfriend, you and your wife, whatever it is, you do you have to put in the work. I think, but it goes both ways. It's not yeah, yeah. just it's not just the man putting in the work. It's the woman putting in the work because, like you said, sometimes they don't want to do anything. You're like, yeah, I'm not in the mood. Oh, I got a headache. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired. Um, I've heard a thousand excuses. They, and and usually the men they're easily aroused. They they've already married the chick. Like, yeah, like that's the only one we get get to sleep with, right? Exactly. So we're gonna be horny as fuck anyway. We're we're <laughs> to 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 be honest, we're we're not much the problem. Can can we? Do stuff to stimulate her more, yes. But we're already pre-warmed up. We're ready to go, right? <laughs> I think it comes down to the uh, the other factor is uh, sometimes, and, and I know that sometimes it, it goes, again, please, I'm not fact-checking, so don't quote me on this. But sometimes women will throw out the whole, well, it's only when you want it and not when <laughs> I want it. Um, so how is that fair? So you, you tr- it's not that you're trying to compromise, but at that point it's like, okay, if you want it, then and I'm not into it, so I have to give it up. So yeah, it, it yeah. becomes an argument of who wants it at when, and then nobody has it, nobody gets it, and you're a fuck. Yeah, but you just point out who has the control, the woman, yeah. right? So the reason I say you have to be compatible with sexual is not also what you like doing in bed, you know, getting head. Doing all that kinky stuff, right? That's the best. Yes. But the point is that you do have to communicate and and how often to do it, right? And and if you get a girl that really enjoys it and and doing all that kinky stuff, that's a good sign. If you get a girl that's doing it and she's like like half-assing it, I think that's a red flag, right? You're getting it, but once you marry it, it's most likely you're gonna lose that aspect of it because the they kinkiness. really well they really don't like doing it. They're just doing it because if they don't, what are you gonna do? Go somewhere else. Because you might see that that's one of the things you do not compromise. Wait, is that right? so? And maybe we should get a female's perspective in this one of these days. I is, think is, you're right. Is yeah. that just um, do they do women just do that type of shit? Not just sexual things, but. Do they do shit for men just to tie them down in the sense of marriage? Or do you think it's they're really doing it because they love them? Well, like you said, we don't back check the shit or, or anything. But the way I see most people talk about marriage is typically the sex is a lot higher before marriage. Oh, yeah, always. Then you get married and then there's a dip, right? And typically it happens after the first kid, second kid. Once you have starting kids. I've seen it really go down. It just declines. It declines. It's it's non-existent, right? Yeah. It's like Ni- Niagara Falls. It goes straight down, right? <laughs> and and you're lucky to, you're lucky to get something once a year, right? Wow. Yes. Wow. You see, like it, it can get that bad, right? I'm I'm probably exaggerating, right? Yeah. But that's if, if your marriage is once a year thing, then it's bad. Oh yeah. You, you, you know that's another red flag for another episode down the road. But that's what I mean about compatibility. Is you have to start seeing, does she enjoy sex as much as I do? Well, I think 
Yeah, and that's and, one and, of your foundations. I I think we're 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 hitting some of your foundations. In, yeah, is sex. So obviously. so so here here's another kind of like thing to look for. I I'm gonna say is who's initiating all the time, right? Are you initiating the sex all the time? And if you are, you know that that might be a red flag. Maybe you want to dial it back and see if she's initiating it. But see? I mean, again, and those are all valid points. Yes, they're they're all points that we should be looking at. I think we should dive into more more of that episode. And yeah. I mean, more of that into another episode. True, but true. I think you're right. Your found if you're one of your foundation points is sex and the individual you get along with or, or you feel you're compatible with isn't sexual what happens because you you already know it's a red flag you already know once you get married it's probably going to get worse deal. yeah it's yeah. going to it's going to get worse uh-huh. so what do you do are you really going to compromise who you are and what you want for what marriage or because of somebody's because you're being bullied into it, or you're being told by family. I don't know. I'm not trying to say it in those words, bully. No, you're throwing ideas out to look for. And, yeah. and, and so the idea is that this doesn't seem like a major problem now, but it's yeah. a, it becomes a wedge. And so people say we grow apart, right? Well, these are the little rocks, the little cracks that start creating these bigger wedges down start the road. amplifying everything. Right. So can you fix them down the road? Yes, if you talk about it and go through it. And, and and all that, but these are the early signs of of finding out is she kind of just doing the sex because of me, or trying to keep me in the relationship, or does she really want to enjoy it? Yeah, so exactly. So so the thing is, is as you have your vision, right? We're giving you now, okay, things to look for. I want a woman to be sexual. I want her be family oriented. You know, go through. You know hard stuff that she won't bail out, right? Oh, yeah. And we always kind of want them to take care of themselves, right? I mean, they can gain a little weight, but, you know, that, that they, they they put some effort, right? Look, yeah. look sexy here and there. You know, put on a nice little dress or, you know, lingerie, lingerie. Lingerie, you know, and, and put the effort that entice you, right? Yeah. And so we got now our, 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 our what to look for. Now the question is, how do I, we identify that they're doing that? You see, because wow, that's... that that that's the other key. So so this is where life experience starts. So then I go back to where I told I told you a little while ago where put every put a lot of effort into it, right? So say you're dating this girl, right? After divorce and everything, she yeah. starts to check off all your list. Don't half-ass it. Put put some effort into it. Oh yeah. Because the more effort you put into it, sooner you have better data coming back to say, oh. You know, I'm initiating sex. I'm doing this. I'm taking her out to eat. There's no excuse not to go to the next level. And then if you see her holding back, you see her maybe not initiating sex as much, and these are your foundations, then you start realizing, oh, there's a problem here maybe, right? But if you half-ass it because you're dating two girls, three girls at the time, you're not really going to get some good information, and you're not going to learn how to really apply yourself. So I'm not saying if you want to be a dog, I mean, I'm all for it. Go do your thing, but just identify what you want to do. Be a dog, obviously. Yes. But if, if our it, goal is being a dog and go, roof, roof, like <laughs> It really sounds like sex is on top of your list there, worm. 
and I, I'm not good for it. Like you do you, boo. You gotta, you gotta get yours. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think the key thing for us, especially for this podcast, is just to identify what your vision is and your foundation is. And if that is sex, by all means, that ha- make sure that it's checked off. Well, JP, tell me, what's your top of your list? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, more, you got to uh, read the Bible and. Come yeah. on. Come <laughs> on. No, 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 no. No, you You're know no what? You're no Santito. It's... Come on. I, come on, man. Yeah. I, I'm a church goer. I, I sing in the choir. I mean, I'm all. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all try to be good. But what is it that's on your top of your list? No, you know what? Honestly, on top of my list would be communication because the lack of communication for me mm-hmm. is is one of those key things that was dramatic prior to uh, the divorce. And then after the divorce, it just got worse and amplified. And then Maybe. at the end, uh, finding somebody new, um, it was, again, the issue was communication. I wanted to make sure communication was key. Um, although sex is in that list, I don't think it's the – Top three. I think it's maybe the fourth. You're the one that put it on my top list. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making it a point. But let's go back to your listening, right? Yeah. So we, we've we identified listening. Yeah. How do we know of a person that is a good communicator? I said listening, right? Yeah. No, it's communication, right? How do you identify that? How, how do you know she's a good communicator? That's sort of hard because... Coming from a previous relationship where that was lacking, um, you, you sort of sabotage it. Like you said, the demons come up and like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, are they really communicating? Or are they just telling me what I want to hear? Um, do they are, are they saying this just because they want to hang out or because they really enjoy my the time? Right, right. Um, so it, it's sort of hard to say, but so far... I, in my belief, my opinion only, I, I think that once you find somebody that's willing to open up to you in regards to everything, not just a few things, I'm talking about the hard issues, that means they're communicating with you. Because if they're willing to talk to you about those hard issues of, you know what, I don't like this. I don't like when you did that. Or I don't like how this went down. Because those aren't easy conversations to start off with. You and everything. If all your conversations are happy-go-lucky and they're, it's always happy. Yeah. There's probably a lack of communication because they're scared of telling you, or you're scared of telling them, right. what's really going on or what's really bugging you. So, so you're saying like there's a red flag if they cannot open up. In my opinion, yes. yes. And again, that's it, everybody. It, every relationship is different. And as far as I see it, that that, that is a key point. Right, opening up means you're allowing someone in, in your yeah. vulnerable space. Exactly, vulnerable. Right. So uh, the only way you do that is by communication. So see, th- this is an important part when you put stuff on your your, your vision and your list. Yeah. Okay. You put communication. But what you really would want it to do is, are they opening up? See, communication is really a key. Is the person has to know how to listen. Okay, because if I take you out, take out the trash, right, and you haven't done it, are you really listening? Exactly. So, so, to, so the communication is you got to listen to take out the trash yeah. and know. And men, 
we hear people talk, but we don't know. We don't listen. Yeah, well, a lot of the times we we, we like, shut, we zone people out. We're, we're like that. We're, we're just looking at you, nodding our head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we're simple. We want yeah. food, sex, beer, and let me watch the TV, right? Yeah. Especially a hard day's work, right? Yeah. So, but that's the key is that eventually once you're on a Saturday, you want people to open up and say, hey, these are my issues. These are my insecurities. But what does that tell you about a person if they can do that? It, it's a twofold thing, honestly. If you're willing to be vulnerable with somebody and tell them, are they willing to listen and accept it? Because they could take it as, oh, well, why are you insulting me? What did I, what did I do wrong? Oh, now I'm the bad guy? So, again, twofold thing is if you're being vulnerable enough to tell somebody how you really feel and what's, what, your, what the issues are and what you feel the problem is, in order for it to be resolved, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. other person has to be willing to listen and understand, okay, well, I don't see that as a problem, but let's communicate and talk about it to figure out how we could, what's the issue and what the problem is. So at the end of the day, it, it it's resolved yes, between yes. both individuals, both adult married individuals. A lot of the times that doesn't happen, and then right, when right. you go into a new relationship, you bring that along, and then what happens? You you just let it go and keep letting it go, and right, right. And and so what I want to point out there's there's a twofold to this. One is getting a person to open up, and if you do it, or you're asking them to do it, that's one thing. Then the other thing is, are they mature enough to take the criticism? Whoa. whoa. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that's it, a good it, one. And so 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 the, these are the things is like you want a mature woman. This is kind of one of the the, the I, I hate to say it's a test, but it's one of those markers where you're like, I'm trying to open you up, and if that girl can't open up, it's the first step. Oh yeah. And then the maturity to take the criticism. Oh. And and then try to 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 incorporate it into her life, are are all these little steps. So if she can finish that whole thing at the end, yeah, you know, apply it to herself, then she's way mature. If she's not, she's in that range of maturity. She's getting there. So the question is, are you willing to work with someone here in the middle, or is she actually mature? Well, again, it goes back to the foundation. If, yeah. if your foundation is to communicate with somebody mature, who is willing to take criticism, and again, twofold portion of it. Yes, you have to be willing to accept that criti- criticism yes. from them too. Um, then, if that's one of your foundations, good. If it's not one of your foundations, and you're willing to let that go, then this doesn't apply to you. But at the end of the day, I think any relationship, whether it's a marriage, uh, dating, or you guys are living together, mm-hmm. those situations are going to come up where something does bug you. How do you bring it up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are they mature enough to accept what you're going to tell them? Or vice versa, if something is bugging them, are you mature enough to accept what they're going to tell you? Yeah. And so to kind of bring it back, all, all this is what it's saying is we have to approach life with a plan, with a vision, yeah. with a found, uh, foundation. You meet a girl you know, put all the effort into it and then start realizing 
you, you have to self-reflect to see all your points that you put up there. What does it mean to be, you know, a person that communicates? What does it mean to be mature? And, and you're trying to work that out, you know, as yourself. Because the only person that truly knows how to identify what that person is, you know, your, your, your partner is doing is if you self-reflect. Oh, yeah. Right? So, so a little bit of religion helps. A little bit of talking to friends helps all that portion of it because you need perspective. Oh, yeah. Right? And so then from there, you're, you're trying to do is, is figure out how to identify that. And, and, and you do it by what am I doing? How do I do it? I think is, is the starting point. Right? Because it's like, in my maturity, do, do I, can I take criticism? Yeah. You know, we get drunk, we're at a party, and you're talking shit to me. You're like, compadre, you, hey, you know what? You, you're off basis here. Yeah. But, and, and you put me on the spot, right? But you know what? I it, Going into that conversation, we've all been adult enough because we've all come across, because there's a, several of us that hang out. Yeah, yeah. There's a group of us that hang out. And we've, at one point or another, we've all had to check one another and or had to check ourselves. Bitch slap. Exactly. <laughs> But oh, nevertheless, <laughs> we don't say, I'm done with this friendship. I'm out of here. We have stuck it through yeah. this whole time where whether they talk shit to me, talk shit to you, or talk, to shit, to, talk shit to somebody else, we're, we're okay with it because we're able to accept that yeah. criticism and say, yeah, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. And, and it, that's another portion of it, being yes. man enough to say, it, and we'll touch this a little bit better in another podcast, but that, that maturity level where you got to take that criticism from anybody, uh, from your friends, it's a good starting point because it comes from a place more from love. Yeah. Uh, family members, it's also the same thing. I, I know you hate when your parents talk a lot oh, of yeah. shit, your brothers talk a lot of shit, but it does come a, a place from love. Yeah. When it comes outside of that, my opinion, it, they're probably people, not. People want to fuck with you. Yeah, they, they yeah. probably don't have your best interest. And and so so that, those are the, the good people to, to get that extra opinion or extra view and going, hey, how am I fucking up? Yeah. Right? Because you, you have to self-reflect and learn and go, look, um, I think I'm, uh, I'm mature. I think I could take criticism. But see, if you're never pushed, if you're never being fucked Tested, with, yeah. How do you really know? Exactly. How do you know? Right. You, you don't know until you're put in that situation of being tested, uh, being criticized, and sitting there and, like you said, the key word, self-reflecting, whether it's true or not. Yeah. Now, if it's somebody that you really don't know and it's an acquaintance, yeah, more than likely they yeah. are fucking with you. Yeah, fuck but them. But if, if it's yeah. usually a family member, a loved one, like my compadres, if it's coming from them, you know, I'm gonna sit there and take it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me self-reflect so, and figure so, out if it's true. Yeah. So, if it comes from family or friends, and you get all hyped up, all pissed off, take a step back yeah. or two, and, and really think about what they're saying and digest it because it's hard. It's oh, hard yeah. to fucking bring it down and go. Yeah. I'm being a little pussy. Yeah, you're ready right? to fuck somebody up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My compadre, one time, I bit him because I was fucking drunk. I was mad. <laughs> And that bitch says, hey, motherfucker, you do that one more time, I'll fuck you up. And that's what, you know, you need to hear. It's like, come the fuck down. But he did fuck you up, though. Yeah. 
But that's my whole point. And but you didn't bitch out and say, "Oh, I'm not. I'm going to stop talking to him." Yeah. He's still your compadre. He's still your friend. He's. That's not going to change. Exactly. You, you stepped out of bounds. Mm-hmm. You, you got to get checked. You got checked, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. So, and I, I, you know what? It's uh, sometimes. And again, I think we're we're going on past what we should be, but just quick reflection. Sometimes women don't do that. They really they're once something goes wrong with them, they're done and they're enemies forever. Yeah. You hurt um, my feelings. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm done with you. Line. Yeah. But I think to bring it all back, like my compadre Worm said, at the end of the day, have a vision. Whether mm-hmm. you're starting a relationship already with a end of a relationship, have a vision. Have a foundation of what you want and go from yeah. there. And, and then just reflect off of all of that. Like, you you have that map. Now, all these points, rate yourself how you think you're doing. Yeah. You know, because we probably are not even hitting those. Yeah. Right? We might be a little bitch in, in, in the communication area yeah. and the emotional area because oh, yeah. we don't talk about yeah, emotions. We're, we're not. Right? So if you don't have a good support group, and, and, and I've been blessed with all my friends and family, um, I have, a, a, a you know, all my, my, my compadres, my amigos, man, they've helped me, you know. And and so then that, that they checked me a lot along the way. And that's good because at the end of the day, like you said, let's reflect, mm-hmm. make sure that we're going down the right path of the vision and the foundation. And at the end, understand that that vision and foundation can change. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with change. Just understand that once you started your vision and your foundation, that's what you wanted. And if you're willing to change it, understand why you're willing to change your yeah. vision or, and or your foundation. And, and one more thing. The key thing to remember is you're learning and evolving, right? Yep. And so then you start figuring out the things that you will not compromise. Exactly. Right? And so once you start getting a group of friends that that, that, that can check you, talk shit to you, and, and you start realizing you are are being checked and, 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 and not emotional and, and, and react to it, and you go, friendship. Yeah. Now, true now the, friendship. The, the, these are my friends right here. Yeah. The girl you meet, they have to come by and get approval. You know, because this is my familia. This is who I'm going to be. And if you can't sit well with them, yeah. then Probably it's, not gonna it's, go well. it's not going to it's not gonna lend for your future to be better. Yeah. You know, same thing with bringing her to your mom. Oh, yeah. Right? She she has, your mom and her have to kind of have that connection. Because my family, my mom, my brothers, they're going to be with me all my life. As far as Thing, God, God gives me that, yeah. that, that, that blessing, right? Yeah. And the same thing with my friends. So this is my circle. Yeah. Right? And when you come in my circle, you have to be blessed by everybody. Yeah. And I, that's just my approach. You don't really have to need it. But think about that because that's who you are. And that's who you've been. Mm-hmm. And that's who you're going to continue to be. And unless you get that, I don't want to say it like that also, but approval. But it is. It's yeah. an approval. Because now you're getting along with them, you're they're accepting who you are, and she's accepting who she's gonna want to be with you. But and then what happens is you have different perspectives, different views, and they start pointing out the stuff that they know that you're not. Yeah. 
You, oh yeah, that's perfectly. That's yes. a good example because yes. your friends, your true friends, will tell you who you really are. And if you're changing yourself for the person that you're with, oh, mm -hmm. like yeah. that, they'll tell you, boy. Yeah, you, you know, my compadre would know. Like, hey, you're changing time out for your kids for her. Yeah, that's not you, bro. Exactly. And that's what you need. Somebody to check you. Yes. Bitch slap you. <laughs> well, with that said, thank you very much for listening to our uh, episode. I greatly yeah. appreciate it. Uh, and with that, cheers. Cheers. And have a blessed, wonderful Mother's Day. All right. Bye.